0: They believe that an abundant life is sustained by overcoming your fears through creating a circle that elevates you and rises with you. Your blissful journey begins now. And we are here. Welcome everyone to the Bliss Beyond Fear podcast. We are so excited to be with you today. Very excited to be with you today because we have a
1: question that I think is pretty relatable.
0: I think so. Let's play Let's the question. Play the question. And then we will talk about it.
1: Hi, Des. Hi, Gina Marie. I absolutely love your podcast. Thank you so much for taking my call. My name is Jenna. I'm 39 from San Francisco. Here's my current situation. My boyfriend and I were dating a little over a year now, but we recently we just broke up. I'm currently struggling with getting myself out there again in the big dating scene. But I'm really having this fear, the fear of not being enough for the next person I date. How do I handle that? Please let me know your thoughts. I I feel I have a strong sense of emotion.
0: I know. Pouring
1: over me with this and it
0: breakups. Oh. I think so empathy hard.
1: empathy is the first thing that i of feel of course it's empathy from you and <laughs> surprise, yeah, surprise
0: surprise you the
1: from empath. the empath yes the feeler i'm like the you know if you ever seen avengers
0: the, <laughs> the bug the green girl is she green i thought she was blue she's probably green she's you green know. you would know
1: okay i digress well You know, first of all, we, we have a lot to share about this and resources that we'll get into, but I wanted to just have a real moment and a vulnerability because, uh, years ago when I got married at a young age of 22 and I was with the same person for 10 years, we were, we were married for three of those 10 years. And, uh, when we split and I left that situation after a whole lot of uh, of a tumultuous experience going through infidelity and a lot of anger and frustration and disappointment. And then moving on, I really can connect with the feeling of not being enough. When you spent your time with someone for so many years and you thought that you were the only one for them and things didn't end up working out. It's a natural thing to feel. Am I pretty enough? I didn't cook good enough. Mm. I didn't work hard enough. There wasn't enough money. Immediately you, wasn't, look yourself, you look to yourself. Like you did something yes. wrong
0: when they decide that they are done.
1: Right. And so I think that it's a natural thing to point to yourself and, and look at all the possible flaws and possible contributions that, you know, went through to the demise of the relationship. And, and there's, there's a lot of, I think moments. So even after getting past something like that, it, it does take a fortitude to do that, but there are still moments today that I have where that creeps up that was more extreme. I think it's related to the the situation of our, of our caller, but there's things even today that I sometimes struggle with feeling enough. When people ask me the question of, oh, when are you going to have kids? As if I didn't arrive yet. You know, I have to reach that, that goal because I'm a woman who has done all the other things like a career and, that's the next thing that should happen. How many women
0: can relate to that? Yeah. I would imagine there's so many of our listeners out there that are like, yeah, I'm this age and I'm feeling pressure to have kids. And, you know, Mm -hmm. my mom's saying, hey, you know, you're not getting any younger and they're putting pressure and all of those things. Obviously, I can't relate to that. (laughs)
1: But I think, you know, so one, I guess initial piece of advice that I would say, and and then we'll get into resources and uh, a conversation here, is you live up to your expectations, not other people's expectations of you. Mm. And you are the owner of that destiny. And it's okay if what you want isn't what everyone chooses. So I think that's, it's just important to know. So I just thought I would start. That's with really empowering.
0: Something a little personal embraces that.
1: Mm-hmm. Say that again. It's your ownership. You define your destiny. It's not defined by the expectations of other people.
0: Because you—that's not possible. No. You you just run yourself ragged trying to meet everybody's expectations. Of well,
1: you. And then you'd be disappointed every day because there's going to be Ooh. somebody that you love and care for very deeply that feels that you should be doing something that they believe you should do, whether it's in your career, in your personal life, in the daily choices that you make your religion. I mean, it could be anything, Mm -hmm. but if you went around trying to please everyone else, the one person you wouldn't
0: do any justice to is yourself. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was really good. That was sweet of you to share. Yeah. Um, as we were going forward and talking about this, does, doesn't I, you know, researched some things and mm-hmm. kind of came up with some ideas of things that we could pull together for all of you to give you some tools to take away right. and some insight and just kind of build you back up after a breakup. Absolutely. I think these are good things to remember constantly. I think it's some, some things that we need to be reminded of. So we came up with managing confidence after a breakup. One of the things is stop comparing yourself to others. I think this happens a lot of the times when the breakup be- is because of an infidelity. Mm-hmm. Immediately they start looking at that other person and sometimes, you know, they could look at the other person and say, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Like I am way better than that. What in the world? Right. That still hits your self-esteem, right? Totally. When you feel like they're not smarter than you, they're not, you know healthier than you or all of those things mm-hmm. that you think in some ways you, you kind of feel like they should be if they're going to leave you for them. And then it's even bad when they are that, then it makes you feel like maybe, I mean, I don't know why the listener, why they, they broke up or or whatever, but you know, she's going to be looking at the next one coming along, especially if she's still heartbroken, right? Absolutely. And and compare yourself. You have to stop comparing ourselves to others.
1: Yeah. That's so
0: huge. That's so huge. And I think
1: another, another thing that I would say is it's okay to have pain. It's temporary Mm. and healing is a process. And so our listener talked about, going out and dating again. And I think that's awesome because it means that you're getting back up on that horse. Mm -hmm. You're not giving up on love and you're taking the opportunity to find somebody who is the right fit for you. But I do think that having some time to yourself, so a positive way to think about it is a breakup is an opportunity for a transformation and rediscovery and refinement of yourself. I think people don't spend enough time with themselves. Part of the gratification of having friends and a significant other is being able to connect and have that camaraderie and have space and time filled with another human being that you can interact with. Try spending a whole day alone by yourself and see if you can handle
0: that. And for some people, that's their bliss. Mm Mm-hmm me, that's my nightmare. I mean, that's why I gave birth to eight kids. Like I love being around children. I I love being around my kids. I love being around people. I, you know, I just, I get energized being around people. Mm -hmm.
1: I think the thing with spending time with yourself is knowing the things that give you peace and joy that have more of a tranquil tone to it. Can you, Sit and read a book, sit and watch a movie, go out for a walk, go out to eat and do things independently without feeling incomplete.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think, I think for me, a lot of times I was by myself when I would go get something to eat, you know, early on when Jeff passed away. And I was fine with that. Mm-hmm. Like I was fine, you know, Monday through Thursday. I wouldn't do it Friday, Saturday, or Sunday because that was just weird going up to a restaurant and sitting at a bar and, and having a meal. But I was fine with it. I yeah. didn't feel like I can't go out if I don't have anybody to talk to or there's not going to be anybody there. Well, and you meet people. That's yes. part of the thing too, yes. is you you have that opportunity to meet new people.
1: But the other thing is that I know for myself and others you become defined by the person that you had spent several years with. Right. Yeah. So when, when that merged together, when that person isn't there and you had things you did together, you went bowling every Friday, you went, you had movie night, you did kids night. I mean, there were all these things and then they're not there. You're now having to fill that time with something else. Well, what choices are you making? What if you have, are you filling it with something
0: else or are you just sitting at home?
1: Well, and what if you, what if you didn't have any independent hobbies? You didn't go to your workout class or you didn't go have wine night with your friends. I mean, if you didn't have any of those things on your own, trying to find what things that you may enjoy could be a brand new experience, but it could be something fun if you look at it that way.
0: Right. Absolutely. Campus Family Vineyards is the perfect venue for your next business event. Million dollar ideas are inspired by great conversations and great conversations are inspired in beautiful atmospheres. This Boutique Vineyard has a beautiful atmosphere and it can accommodate a small board meeting or a 500 person team building event. It's tucked away in Byron, California. That's convenient for any business located from San Francisco to Silicon Valley. It's a great getaway without going away. Go online and visit our site, CamposFamilyVineyards.com or call 925 308 seven, nine, six, three to book your business event today. So another thing as far as tips go to, you know, managing your confidence is raise your standards. Think to yourself, okay, all right, this was, you know, this was a great relationship. Um, What now would you like... I would get excited about it. I would think, okay, wow, if that's not going to be him, who's it going to be? He's going to be amazing. And I just, I would speak that and I would you manifest it. it. Yes. Manifest it. Yep. That I mean that you speak into the universe, what it is that you want. Yep. Right. So that's, that's, a, that's a great way. Absolutely. I had, and I had written down in my phone, all of the things that I wanted a man and I would, pray about all of those traits that I wanted, I knew that I wouldn't get 100% of them. Well, I don't know that, but (laughs) I'm not going to say that. But I was really excited about what I started attracting by having those standards, writing the things down, manifesting them, speaking them, praying about them, And lo and behold, I met an amazing man. That's just, it makes me so happy. It's really exciting. And I think
1: you know when you're ready because you've taken the time to build that confidence. And and that's okay. Just because everyone else is dating or just because everyone has a somebody, you don't know how happy they are with that somebody. Mm-hmm. So it's better to take your time. And like Jean Marie said, have your standards that are where you want them to be instead of just filling the space with, with somebody that is subpar Yes, or not, doesn't meet half of the things that you would want for the sake of not being, wanting to be alone.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And then how about be the woman that that man that you're thinking of would want to have? I love that. Be the woman that he would want to have, you know, as you're thinking about, okay, so Joe is gone. Paul is gone. Sam's gone. James is gone. They're gone. So now that ended. Okay. Now what? What? Who would be the next person? What are all of those traits? And what would they want in a woman? Would they would that guy that you want, want a woman who wasn't confident in herself? Would that guy want a woman who wasn't driven or wasn't, you know, trying to better themselves? What is it that you want to
1: exude to someone else and... I think that confidence is very attractive. I yeah, think that I is think the n- so. number one thing that you, you could be, I, I, any day of the week, there could be a beautiful woman that just lacks the self-esteem or just has a bad attitude that suddenly makes her not so beautiful. And then maybe the, the person that might be a little more plain and not as, as uh, glamorous looking, but her heart and her confidence is amazing. It makes her 10 times more beautiful because what's on the inside is shine so much brighter
0: than the exterior. 100%. I mean, that's that's what's such a challenge about the dating apps, right? Because you're just looking at, you know. That's where you start. Superficial, you know, just whatever resume they want to put on there. And you try to get an idea. But when you get to know somebody, it's, it really, I mean, just think about it for, for yourself when you're thinking about, you know, how do you gain your confidence? Well, what do you want in a guy and what's attractive in a guy to you? It's, it is that confidence. It's not somebody who's needy. I can't imagine anybody being attracted to somebody who's stage needy one cleaner. And, and puts themselves down and
1: well, and two like we said, doesn't have a sense of self and purpose and just gravitates like a puppy to whatever that person wants to do. They have no understanding of Game of Thrones, yet they're sitting there dressed up in a costume. They are dressed up. Like they're going to the Star Wars convention and they don't even know what that is. I mean, they're. I'm, you know, there's... <laughs> <laughs> Why though? Why, the- Why though?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know.
1: <laughs> See, because there's... There, it's a, I think real deal relationships are the ones where you share things in common, but for the things that you don't, you're proud of it. You're all honey that's fine. You go to the Star Wars convention. I will be right take over here. Take that baby Yoda yeah. with you. You take, you, go. you take your little Yoda friends in your costumes and I'll be over here with my box of chocolates, watching a movie, inviting my girlfriends over. having. I mean, you know, yes. it's okay to have your own identity and not yes. like everything the same. Yes. That's why I, I just imagine people going on dating apps, looking at the things that the hot guy that they like, likes oh, yeah. and then trying I hike. to like,
0: yeah. I hike. <laughs> like what's hiking <laughs> i have heard that i have heard that <laughs> so uh, my man said to me he's like all right do you like to hike because women say they like to hike but they don't really like to hike and i'm like no i don't i don't like to hike <laughs> i don't like to hike so I you don't. you want to go you go although we have hiked yeah i mean, I mean yeah like, and you, I mean, i'm like Argh.
1: you compromise but the, but the point <laughs> is that you it's It's confidence is having the self, the the self worth to know just that what your likes and dislikes are, and putting a stake in the ground and being totally okay with that. And I think when you're passionate about something, that's
0: attractive. Yeah, I'm passionate about words with friends. Oh yeah, then and that would not be me. That would be me. That would be ain't no shame in the words of friends game. Ain't no shame in that, girl. You know. I love that about Desiree. Will I play words with friends with her? No, because I misspell things on a regular basis.
1: Hey, are you playing with me? You have I'm still trying to figure out how to spell the word. Leave me Yeah, it would be when, when
0: we, we go places, Des takes all the all the notes because I literally it takes me so long to take notes that I'm like, I forget what the end of the sentence was because they're on another sentence It's too distracting for me. I just have to pay attention. And she just <laughs> does. The th- I don't even know how you do it. But oh, I, you it's know amazing. I, I don't have to be like that for her to love me. No, I don't. And And for us to be able to have. I mean, there are so many differences between the two of us, but that's what's so great. So embrace your differences. Embrace your own passions don't conform. If you get to know who you are, Mm -hmm. you get to know what you enjoyed doing and get passionate about that. That's attractive. That's
1: what's going to make you, that's when you know you're ready to do the dating is because you're, you're clear on you and that, that empowers you to, to not falter on that. And so it's kind of cool when we got this question, I found this article and it's called how to find yourself after a breakup and raise your self-esteem. And I, I, I look through these six things that the article talked about, and it actually was a really great reminder because they're so simple yet you don't do the things. So the first one is realize you are not the many things that your ex or others
0: said about you. Oh yeah. You I know? have that written down too. Hold, hold those thoughts captive. Like when you get those thoughts in your mind, cause it pops up, Oh, I'm this. Oh, I'm that. No, realize that's not what you are that other people say. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's where that ownership comes in. You are. Who you believe you are. Do you believe the things that your ex said about you or that others say about you? And if you do, then you are. But mm-hmm. you've got to decide
0: for yourself whether that's something that you believe in. Right. Because what you talk about yourself, and I think so many people, they're harder on themselves than they are on other people. Mm-hmm. Like they would never say, think about when you are doing your self talk. Mm. Would you say that to a four-year-old child?
1: Yeah, that's a great way to think about
0: that. Would you say that to a little girl? Mm. No, you wouldn't. I'll bet you. I'll bet you. I'll bet you.
1: The second thing is be extraordinarily compassionate to yourself you know, pain is not permanent. And so compassion, that's something that I have to constantly remind myself of because when you're hard on yourself, you set this bar and you feel like you don't meet it or you, you came a little under. And that's why I love that book, The Four Agreements, and I've got that mantra up on my wall in my bedroom because that fourth agreement says, always do your best. Some days your, your best is not going to be the best, best, and it's okay to have some grace and say, okay,
0: forgive yourself, forgive yourself, forgive yourself, embrace your mistakes. Mm -hmm. Um, Desiree and I were just talking about this, that it's funny because everybody thinks they have to be perfect, Mm -hmm. right? So I read this book called, well, I didn't read it. I listened to it called the science of likability. And mm. one of the things in this book that I found was fascinating, it's called the Prattfall effect. And it's, there's actually a study, Uh psychologist, Elliot Aronson discovered that there was an effect where they did a study where they took an actor and he did 92% of everything perfect in this film. And at the very end, he s- accidentally spills coffee on himself. Well, they had two different groups that viewed this same video, but one group, they edited out the spilling of the coffee. It, there was a resounding number that said that the person was more likable. They gave him a higher score about likability when they, when they watched the video of him spilling coffee.
1: And you know why?
0: It's because it's relatable it's relatable. Perfection isn't relatable. It's not. Yeah. And even, you know, and then even in like marketing, we were, we were looking at, you know, two different kinds of cookies, same, same ingredients. One was smooth, perfect circular edges. And the other ones were rigid edges and just a little distorted. Everybody was drawn to the imperfect cookie. And so when you think about that you can be compassionate to yourself because you can take those mistakes I love laughing at myself I mean I mess up all the time like every day and I just think it's it's funny I, the other day I went to the drive through and I, and I, and I went to go put, bring in my, my soda and I hit the edge of the car and it started to kind of splash. Oh, a I thought laundry. I thought it's the whole thing spilled the, all over the first time it just tapped. And so she goes, Oh my goodness here the the lady at the, at the counter says, hand me, you know, so I handed it back. She wiped it all down. I turned my head again, came over it, hit the very same spot. This time it completely splashed all over me. And I just laughed so hard. <laughs> I was just like that was just so dumb. Oh wow. And I just kind of shrugged my shoulders and I just think to myself, hmm, It is what it that's is. Endearing. Okay. Right? Okay. Because of the study. I'm like, this is awesome. So So like Desiree said, you know, be compassionate about yourself. You got to do that. You know, when you make those mistakes, you know, don't beat
1: yourself up. Don't beat yourself up. And that, you know, that leads us to the next thing, which is forgive yourself for mistakes and forgive your ex
0: for the pain that was caused. Yes. Don't hold on to that bitterness. Don't do it. It... It's baggage. We I and mean, we talked about that in in an episode before this, about how, you know, you know, unforgiveness, it just it does bad things to your body. There, I mean, there's just no no good that comes into not forgiving somebody.
1: And that's that's what I was thinking about was that question of forgiveness, because it's so difficult for us to do that. And it's the reason why people have that recall from the thing that happened five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, and they're still carrying it, uh, with just a whole lot of weight and it literally weighs them down and they can't, they can't get past it. So if you have that compassion and forgiveness, it'll allow you to carry forward. And then the fourth thing is create space for healing and love. And one of the recommendations is to use daily affirmations. It goes such a long way. So you can say, I am loved. I am confident. I am forgiven. I'm worthy. Again, it goes back to the manifestation. If you say to yourself, I'm ugly. I'm awful. I'm horrible. I'm not enough.
0: Well, guess That's what? That's not true. Those are lies. Those are lies. Exchange those lies for truth. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, 100%. It's hard to do that though. You know, there's there's moments where
1: you want it the words want to come out of your mouth, but if you don't it goes back to if you don't believe it, you don't have the conviction that it's true, you can it can you can barely say it. So you got to start with that. Yeah. What is it that makes you believe that you're not beautiful, mm-hmm. that you're not everything that you want to be. You have to change your mindset. So that's a big, a big part of it. Healing affirmations. The next, the fifth thing is to create a no negativity zone. So don't let friends and others go back there. Oh yeah, your ex and this and that, you know what? it's called the next for a reason. You don't have to bring it back up. We don't have to go into negativity. You don't have to do the bad talking because you've already gone through the pain. Every time you rehash those
0: things, you're now shifting into suffering because well, and, you're and staying in that place. It's like, you know, when we re- read on super attractor, mm. what do you you focus on those things? Those are the things that you're you're attracting. And it's funny because I think of Wesley Rides Motorcycles. And he told me that when you're going, you have to be careful because when there's a tight spot, you have to like look beyond that spot. If you look at the challenge at hand, the only times he's ever, you know, like come to close to accidents was when he wasn't looking ahead to where he wanted to go. He was looking at that was the challenge, something that was in the way, the way of the turn. You have to look beyond it. And I, I think that that's very relatable in, in this. Don't keep that negativity. Don't look at that turn. Look beyond the turn. Yeah. You know, have that mindset. This wasn't done to me. This was done for me and say it out loud, say it strong and
1: and we know that it's easier said than done because when you're in it, it seems like there it's the point of no return. You're way in the dumps and the ditches. You can't see the light, but
0: you you will. Don't you feel like this is where the circle comes in play? Yeah. Your circle, your circle of friends. Des and I talk about this. This is our mission. We want women to have people that rally around them, that make them feel worthy loved, wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. We, if you don't have that circle, connect with us. We want to create that circle. We want to connect you with others. That's right. Through, through coaching events, call us. Call us. So in
1: addition to being able to email us at blissfulfortitude at gmail.com, you can actually call and leave us a message. The number is one 8 Three, three, my my bliss. bliss, which is 833 692 5477. And we'll be there.
0: I love that Desiree has that memorized. You know, out of my eight kids, I have one child's phone number memorized. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> good at, I could even put like their phone number next to their name on, on my contact stuff, but still. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, it's funny. I remember numbers. This is the other pretty one
0: well, oh, you've bad. had the longest time. That's the scariest thing, because one time my phone fell in water. It was not good. Oh, boy. All right. things <laughs> See, that, I told you I'm a mess. Things that we have to work on. <laughs> but I attracted an amazing guy, so See? you too can be okay. Yeah, right. Well, and
1: I think part of that is he loves that. He loves he those does. that it's not the, the,
0: perfect, oh the perfect round, right? I just, and, and you know what? I don't want somebody who doesn't. Come on. I want somebody that loves how stupid and crazy and driven and passionate and f- fun and he, and silly and yes, spontaneous. Yes. All of and, that. And, and he's just like, Yes. All I things. love your energy. And what's yeah. puts up with me. And
1: oh but I think though you too want. is because you also embrace that. You embrace that. You embrace that, okay. Hmm, sometimes I'm a little bit like this, but you know what? It's who I am, it's okay. I'm okay with yeah, it, yeah. right? And I
0: do, I mean, I do try to calm down when I need to.
1: <laughs> this last one <laughs> I love so much, and it's be kinder to others. So service can be a great way
0: to build self-esteem. Yes, take your eyes off yourself. Take your eyes off yourself. Selflessness. If there is somebody out there, I will tell you, listener. Whatever you're going through, whatever pain you have, there is somebody out there that is going through more pain. Amen. And when you can be there for them and encourage them, there's something amazing that happens.
1: I tell you what, for every time that I was going through whatever I thought was some kind of monumental thing, and I went and volunteered helped someone else took all of my thoughts and burdens off to give and do something whether it was small or large or affected one person or 20 it do, it does a whole lot because it reminds you that there's more to life than just the bad Things mm-hmm. that you're going through. There's so much more, and you get caught up and lost in it because that's the thing that's at the top of your mind and on your heart.
0: Yes, yes. And you know, I, I talk about life being a roller coaster, and I just, oh, I just, I love the roller coaster. I love the tears. I love, I do love the pain. I love because it means I'm feeling. I'm feeling and and I embrace it. And I love that. And you you get stronger and more
1: resilient as a result of those pains. So use your
0: breakup as a springboard to practice self-love. Yes. Love that. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Embrace your uniqueness. Mm -hmm. Everybody is different. And... That's awesome. I have eight daughters. I never wanted one of them to be exactly like the other. I mean, even when you have twins, you don't want to have, you know, they're different, right? Even when they are identical twins, they're different. And, and that's so wonderful. It's just this great thing in our in our home. So, and and you know, you are a part of that too. You are unique. You're wonderfully made. There is somebody out there that is looking for you. There's somebody out there that's going, she's the one that I want. And that's believe
1: right. that. Believe that. And it's probably it sounds cliché, but I really think this happens all the time. It's it's often when you least, least expect, expect it, it and you're not you're you're not you know there's that when you're just trying and I remember there's these great conversations Jean Marie and I have had in related to different matters, but you're trying so hard almost to force something
0: that you surrender. You just surrender. Surrender. Just let it happen. Let it be. Oh my gosh. So, okay. I gave birth to all my children without pain medication. And, um, all of them were planned home births. Two of them were in the hospital and, you know, the only thing that I had to get through that pain was surrender. And I think a lot of people would think that, oh my gosh, if you're there without, without drugs, that you're going to be like crazy. I wasn't. It was just complete meditation letting my body just focus on what it was that we needed to do. Focus on just this. We're just going to get the baby out. And I've also been a labor doula with women, just trying to calm them and to get them to just surrender to I that would pain. I need
1: l- like 20 of the doula doulas <laughs> around. Do the doula doula dance. Doula doula dance. Everyone do it. Do it now. <laughs>
0: Would <laughs> be like a big circle, look like a tribe. Another difference between Desiree and I. <laughs> but you know what? You would, not that you're gonna, but you would be fine because you are who you are. Oh. You know, surrendering to that pain. I clench just thinking I of know. it. No. know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I got a story to tell. I got a story to tell. This is why we're rated E. Okay. So Can't we're, we're in the car the other day and Desiree likes to listen to these podcasts that are... <laughs> Crime, crime, <laughs> junk, crime junkie. Crime junkie, right? Crime junkie. And so she's got my kids in the car. My 13-year-old <gasps> and my 8-year-old, oh, right? Oh. And we're listening to... The four of Murder. us are listening to this, this thing. This, Missing this, in the forest. Oh, my gosh. And it's this story about... Coincidentally, this junior hire that oh. goes out to do these things that coincidentally my junior hire does, like goes places without a ride back and then gets a friend to take her home, blah, 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 blah. Right. So we're, we're like listening to the podcast and we get to Desiree's. Well, first of all, I was going to drop off my girls first. And then Brielle says, uh, I don't think my big sisters are home. We checked the sisters weren't home. Right. So, so we ended up having to take Desiree back. So we're coming back and in the story, it's, it's kind of leading up to, to where they think it's the, bi- she was adopted and was the biological mother was one of the suspects right, for, right. for this Girl missing girl, missing. Yeah, right. So I'm thinking, great. How are my kids going to sleep now? She's got them all jacked up on crime junkie. I this mean, is great. And my kids won't go home now. Hmm. So I got to drop off Desiree, and on the way back, I say to the girls, "It's going to be fine because you know it. You know it's 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 going to be it's <laughs> going to be the adopted mom <laughs> that that takes the kid." And so I said, and you know who your mother is. And Cece, my youngest, says to me, well, I don't really know that. And I said, <gasps> oh. I, I, I have proof. There are several people that saw you come out of my vagina. And she goes, what? This is how my child found out. <laughs> oh. She goes, what? I came out of your vagina? And I go, oh, I guess you didn't know that. Oh, Okay, because I had home births. Hi. All of my children were at all of each other's sisters' births. As a matter of fact, my Annalise cut, I think, two cords of the babies. Each kid had a. a So everyone had an
1: opportunity to see the things, but Cece didn't. Because she's she's the youngest.
0: Oh my gosh. Surprise. Okay, well, there's that. Well, see? So she. It's what she says to me. No wonder it's so painful. I am adopting. Doesn't make us amen.
1: Amen. <laughs> you see, so it's not as bad. Crime junkie. That's not even painful. See? Uh, what you what uh, what she had mm.
0: Okay, we digress. Okay, so what were we going back to? Like, um, <laughs> things that these people really want to hear. So be kind. We were we were saying be kind to others. Yes. Be Tarika. kind. And and that use your breakup as a springboard mm-hmm. to practice self-love. That's right. So we hope that this can give you some tools to be able to build that self-confidence and go forward and get excited. Get excited that there is somebody out there that's looking for you. That's right. I used to say that out loud. He's out there. He's looking for me. My man goes, I was not looking for you. (laughs) You just, I was not looking for anybody. You popped up. I'm all "Hmm." like a Jack in the box out of nowhere. No. Um, But we, we
1: certainly hope that this is helpful and uh, we wish you the very best and reach out. Yes. Yes, let us know how out. it goes. Reach back out and let us know how your journey is. We would love to to keep track of that
0: yes. with you. And if you have a question that you want to ask us, like we said, you can call us one eight three three My Bliss. You can um, contact us on our website blissfulfortitude.com we would love that if you enjoyed this podcast if there's somebody that's going through hurt that just had a breakup or um can relate to this in any way share this yes. share this with at least one person today that, please do um, that if you're going through something sharing this with somebody might be that taking your eyes off yourself that's, that's right the steps mm-hmm Share it, rate. Rate and review. Review, if you could leave a review, tell
1: tell us what you think. Yeah, we would love We would love that so much. So we always like to end with gratitude attitude. So Gina Marie, what is
0: your gratitude attitude today? Today, I am grateful for having five days without my man, And just being excited about him going to experience something that he was so excited about. He went to LA for a conference and I love that we could be away from each other. It it gives me that time and space to desire Him and to miss Him. And I love that we, I'm just so grateful that we have this confident relationship that I don't worry about Him when He's gone, He doesn't worry about me, um, and we just really enjoy that space. It gave me time to do some things that I needed to do. It gave me some time to do some things for him that I wouldn't have had a chance to do had he been around. So that is what I am grateful for. I'm grateful for confident relationship and time and space away from each other.
1: Oh, I love that so much. So I'm, I'm grateful for, the chance at a new
0: year, Woo-hoo!
1: because I just had a birthday and happy birthday. to Oh, you.
0: I love that. Happy birthday mm. to you.
1: Yay. Well, and it it's so it, it just reminds you that it's almost just, wow, another year. That's such a blessing. What do you want to do with it? It fires me up. You know, people get fired up at at New Year's and resolutions. I get fired up at what an what a gift. What another opportunity to do more things, to do great things. It is a gift.
0: And you're going to do great things too. You're doing great things. Just that. Just that right there
1: to wake up and go, thank you. Yeah.
0: Another year.
1: Another year. So it's, it's simple, but, but I think I, you know, I have that reflection because that's not, I, I, part of it too, I think is because I've lost people in my life that are so, Mm. so dear to me that you realize the value of time and each day that you're given because it's not promised. It's not a guarantee because there's things that happen. And so just having that, that gratitude for another, for a day,
0: hopefully another year is a thing. And with that, may your faith be greater than your fears. And remember, you are your only
1: limit. So take action today.
0: Thank you so much for listening to our Bliss Beyond Fear podcast. Bye.